What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Well, after we took a one-week break, Cartoon Casual Podcast is back. Joe's, as my father would say, his snot locker is full. My snot locker, amazingly enough, is not full, but full at the same time. It's like Schrodinger's snot locker. Like if you were to look at your snot, it's there. It, it's, if, if you, it exists. Uh, it, we don't know if it exists yet until we look at it. Yeah. It's like, do you know you have COVID, or either you have COVID or you don't? You have it exists in both worlds until you take a test. But it's funny because not funny, ha ha. Funny, queer, funny, ha-ha. <laughs> funny, ha ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that Joe tested negative, and then I took a second test two days later just to make oh, you sure. Did? Yeah, and negative also. Yeah, I was able to get a hold of a test. Yeah, so you have still negative, and I something. I knew it. Uh, I knew it was. Uh, I every year. Usually every year. Last year, with everybody wearing masks everywhere, I didn't get sick. But uh, normally every year I get some sort of sinus funk that goes into my chest, and it lasts about a week and a half. In the wintertime? In the wintertime. One time about four or five years ago, I got it in the summertime. I'm like, who the hell gets a sinus infection in the summertime in Ohio or in uh, Arizona? Fucking me. So, um, and usually this ha- this happens after a nasty like allergy attack the last like three or four days. And it beats my immune system down. Mm-hmm. And then I, it starts off. And this started off the same way. It was like little tickle in my uh, behind, like underneath my right eye, you know, neck, like behind my nose. Wow. I don't think I've ever had a tickle behind my, it, it's, my sinus. It like happens that. to me literally every every time I get a sinus so infection. So you know it's, ha- yeah. it's coming. Yep. Here it comes. I knew. I was sitting at Mr. Foss's house uh, watching the Harry Potter special with him and Crystal and the kids and uh, on New Year's Day. And it started, and I was like, ugh, this is gross. And on my did way you, home, you, I coughed you, once, and I'm like, oh, shit. Did you announce it to the people there? It goes, I'm getting a sinus infection, I'm telling you right no, now. No, I didn't say anything. I did. T- I mean, I did tell Jeremy the next day. I'm like, look, I, I'm, I'm like 99% certain this isn't COVID <clears throat> just because of the way it's presenting. Never got a fever, so I'm pretty sure it wasn't viral. Never, Never had a fever, never lost my sense of taste and smell, none of that stuff, so... It just sucks. So it they, sucks having chest stuff and nose stuff. They say that... Uh, here we go. Fucking more COVID talk. But anyway, yeah. so they say Omicron is contagious enough to where you're going to get it yeah. on some level with vaccine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're going to get something. Yep. Something. Let's just hope that's the final... Uh, you know, that's uh, The hurrah. The COVID's like final form. Like this virus that, has had enough time partying around the world. Like, like it's on this whirlwind tour... Like the Rolling Stones, yeah, something like that. When they go around and did all the all the continents, I don't know. Tour people do that, right? I guess I think people do that. There were a thing called concerts that happened a while back. Remember concerts? Yeah, those was, were cool. That was awesome. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I'm back to like I'm like ninety percent. I uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, it's the I I have trouble functioning. I don't know how some people do this. I have trouble functioning on a day-to-day basis with sinus shit, like sinus pressure. I just feel like I'm walking around with a brick strapped to my forehead all the time. Right. And it sucks. So that's where I've been at for eight days, ten days, And we were going to record. So. We were, I know you were kind of getting sick, but you weren't quite sure yet, so we didn't record last week. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't. obviously didn't want to pass it on to anybody and whatever it is. I, mean, I don't want anybody to get sick, but like I definitely didn't want like to – 
if it was COVID. So I assume but I was like that, pulling teeth to find a goddamn test. Yeah, everybody's there full, and all the lines are long as hell right now. People are in their cars yeah. getting tested. So, and yes, Trump was correct when he said if you don't do any tests, you won't. He didn't say it right. Obviously, very. Remember they said, you yeah. don't do any tests, you won't have any cases." Like the word. No, that's not exactly what the it is. I know what you're saying, Donald. Yeah, the, well, of course, if you te- what he said was that you're going to test if you're going to obviously you're testing more, you're going to have more cases. A case count goes up. You're going to have more known cases. Yeah, you, you, which is, is kind of where we're at now. It's like right. the the uh, the other day, what uh, two days ago, uh, broke a record for the U.S. had 1.3 million right COVID positive cases. Now, here's the good thing, and then we'll be done with this topic because it's 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 becoming it's it's uh, it's uh, taken over too many things. But I have kind of a funny uh, comment about it. Very brief. Go ahead. But uh, the nice the the uh, I follow uh, I can't remember the dot his actual real name Z Dog MD. <clears throat> oh yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. I, and I've been following him since well before the pandemic hit, but mm-hmm. especially since then because he did a virology uh, fellowship. So like he he knows virology, but he's also an intensivist and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, what, uh, and, and he kind of pulls apart the numbers. He goes, yeah, the cases have skyrocketed, but the hospitalizations are kind of maintaining. kind of staying around the same. Yeah. For in most areas, especially most areas of this country, which is a really good thing. That's what you want. And it'll become just like every other coronavirus, like the common cold and um, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, the flu, influenza. So once it gets to that point, you know, uh, it becomes endemic, and that's what we're that's what we're hoping for. That's what the, everybody's. Well, the other thing I'm hoping for is that long nothing weird long term happens because for some reason they're freaking out. Not freaking out. They're that that keeps coming up more often. Like, like what long term effects do you have if you get the flu or the cold? You don't really have any long term. I I mean I've heard of people with influenza that develop it severe. It'll they'll they'll it they'll get they'll come out. Their lungs will be damaged. Okay. In in much the same fashion that someone like mm. it, that has asthma. Okay. Or has had lung damage, but otherwise, uh, just going, I, turn around now. So now he's coming into land. It doesn't matter. People don't even know what we're talking about, but but here he is, finally broken out. Yeah, one of the friends of the podcast has got a a YouTube channel, uh, Aviation One Hundred and One, and he's been flying IFR in the clouds for the last hour. Flying in the clouds for an hour, just based off of instruments, just flying based off of instruments, not looking at the ground, right? Which so sounds terrifyingly boring. It is. Well, you can't see. It's not. You can't see anything. Oh, look! There's a whale. It's like watching static. See, in this case, you probably wouldn't see a whale in the middle of Texas. Probably wouldn't see a whale in the middle of Texas. <laughs> But if they did see one, it'd be bigger and better than any other state's whales. You don't know why? Because it's Texas. Te- Texas. Texas. <laughs> anyway, all right. Oh, so, so the last thing I was going to say was that having I saw a meme or someone said because they they haven't gotten COVID either as far as you know. And I don't think I have either. They're saying not having COVID yet is like you're in elementary school and you're playing dodgeball and all the good people are already been knocked out in the front row and you're like. And you're just standing back there cowering you're the, like you're, you're in the back row running everybody, around. Everybody's got their balls cocked at you and you're just And you know what? Waiting. I that <laughs> antibody test I took way back in t- October 2020 said that I had it and I still don't think I've had it. But there's always a chance that I had such a mild case, man. I there's I have so co- many comorbidities. I'm fat. I'm now over the age of 40. You're like, funny. I, I think I being funny is a comorbidity. Funny, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So <laughs> uh, like I have all these different reasons why I would have a more severe breakthrough, like because you know I'm vaccinated. That I would there's all these different reasons that I, or there's many reasons why I should have 
had COVID or if I did have it, it should be a severe enough case. Plus you're more social know about for it. sure than me right I, now. I am. Way more social. I am. I'm not a hermit. So like right. I, and I go and do things. So right. I don't know who, who the fuck knows. I Nobody, would, I don't think anybody knows anything at this point other than, uh, there's too much fucking information out there. I would just love to have, well, the information I would really love to have though, is to be able to take a test and you know, I've had the vaccine, but be able to discern, Yes, you've had COVID, and we can also tell you've had the vaccine. Right. That's the piece of technology I would love to have. Yeah, that's, and I'm sure that exists. It's just not readily available to, you know, to everybody. To all, all the people that we don't even know. So all the, all those one high, percenters the higher type. ups. Yeah. Not, no, the point oh two five percenters. The oh, those that, folks. All those guys that hang out. We don't know what they do. We have no idea. Those guys that own their own space programs. Yeah, plus the one that likes to sit the private plane 51,000 feet. says private. Just that guy. Across the sky. That guy. Those guys have their own own stuff all right so in the past week yes we've lost some people we have the big one big two i would say is uh betty white and bob saget betty white was a powerhouse in hollywood for 75 years doesn't surprise me that she died though because she was 90 she was 99 99 years 99 years old and uh, like almost getting like she her birthday I think it was supposed to be today or tomorrow, somewhere around there, uh, mid-January. It was coming up, yeah. It was She was going to be turning 100, and that's too bad. She had a stroke at home and then died at home. But you know what? She made it 99 years, and almost all of that time she was an entertainer, and she she fought for equal rights for entertainers, for women, for uh, queer entertainers back in the 50s and 60s. Mm. Um, her She had a TV show, and she had a, a, a – I don't know who the entertainer was, but he was black. Now, you said queer. Is that uh, people the LGBT? The, the Q is in there. Yeah, the uh, all encompassing, all encompassing. Right. Anybody who's not straight, you know what I mean? Just right, just, uh, heterosexual. Just considered queer. We're out just w- wherever. Because that, that was she's uh, very open to that. Because she came from a Broadway background. Well, what I'm saying is this: is that decades ago, you that was not a good thing to say. Then now it's okay. Many many decades ago, that was a that was a that was used internally amongst that community okay. to describe themselves. Then it became a derogatory term that you know uh, straight folks would use against that them. That guy's a queer. Yeah, that guy's exactly. Those queers over there. Exactly. Let's go be up some queers. And then tonight. about ten or fifteen years, yeah, probably fifteen years ago, I was it's, you know friends of mine. They're in part of that community. Said, yeah, we're fuck them. We're taking that shit back. So they started. Ref- that's where the Q comes from. An LGBTQ. I got you. So, plus. so they, had, like, they had a meeting and they took it back. Yeah, and it's just kind of a generalized term for folks that aren't just kind of outside the the normal okay. sexual range, I guess, sexuality range. Got it. Okay, so she fought. So for, she uh, fought for all lots of those folks, and she took a stand. She fuck had multiple movies and directors and 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 commercials just yanked because she was like, oh fuck no. This is my show. I like that guy. I don't give a shit if he's black or not. He's going to perform on my show. Mm-hmm. And she caught hell for it. Mm. Yeah. She fought against uh She got hell for it in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Yeah. In the 50s. She yeah. fought against McCarthyism bullshit. Wow. Like that that stuff. Like hardcore. For a woman to fight against that stuff in, the the, red, in that the era. Red, the Red Scare back then and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So she was just a tremendous human being. And I loved how filthy she was. Oh, yeah. She like was at the, the roasts. You know, <clears throat> she, yes. was, she was just an amazing lady. I, I, I remember the first time she was on my radar as someone. All right. I'm sorry. Pause. That's the guy that has that channel I was telling you about for, with all the accidents. That That's the commercial airline pilot who discusses. The current stuff. Like Paul gets happened. distracted by YouTube videos that are up. Like you just let that shit run. I I love well, that. Well, normally I, it'd be it'd be you know space 
fucking right. scenes and stuff. And now, but now it's just all it's all it's right. all. I, I, lower I, closer I, to the ground. Aviation. What happened was we started talking about synthetic vision, and then I just I just let it run, and here it's yeah. going like that. Now is on like holy cow. Well, that is definitely an air airplane engine being ripped apart, falling apart. Yeah. Anyway, fell um, the, no, we used an engine guy, and it fell the fuck off. So, so um, here's what's amazing to me: is there are people that hate Hollywood because all the liberal people and that kind of stuff. Let's just wipe out all the liberal people in Hollywood for the last 30 or 40 years, or gay, or black, if you don't like those people. Let's just, I mean, there are people that hate kind of everybody if you're not like they are. And see how interesting Hollywood would be at that point. See what really good movies are out there. And people, you have to, you have to talk to everybody, right? The directors, the art yeah. directors, too, the yeah. producers, everybody. You know, we're just going to get well, rid of all it, of that. We're talking about artists. Like the, like right. the, uh, these are, these are not the, these are uh, folks that usually come from a, a more marginalized part of society. Yes. That's where great art comes from, is from struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of those folks are, you know, they're, they're going to be more liberal-leaning because they came up in a certain way. But also, um, you know, they have a voice, too. Like, I don't always like what people are saying, but they, they have a voice. They just, they, they just have a louder voice because they have a platform. Yes. Yeah. So... But uh, everybody yeah, it, gets a platform. You get a platform, right? You get, look at us. We got a platform. We have a platform. I wonder if we're ever gonna unplatform each other, or we're we just gonna we're gonna be we de- deplatformed. We should deplatform us. Um. Anyway, Betty White. The first time I ever saw her in a role that was not a Golden Girl, because that's what I was raised on. Um. I didn't know Betty White existed outside the Golden Girls until I was like twenty five. But that I, I that got the earlier show she was in. I know I've seen her like in early sitcoms. Oh, I have no idea. I'm. I know she was. I, I knew her before. Yeah, the Golden Girls. I only know like B. Arthur was on uh, on Maud. That's all I know. Right. You know that I don't. I don't know. And I, apparently that was a really racy show in the '70s. But Betty White, like she was in the movie Lake Placid. Did mm-hmm. you ever see that movie? No, I don't think the so. giant alligator in some lake. <laughs> it was a terrible fucking movie, but she made it That's funny. Like Piranha down here at Havasu. It was every bit as cheeseball as Piranha. Yes, <laughs> without nudity. <laughs> right, uh, and it like I'm pretty sure that Piranha 3D like the only redeeming factor is is I recognize people that I know that are from Havasu that were that were extras in that movie, mm-hmm. and the nudity like those are the only two redeeming qualities of that movie. Right, but Lake Placid had Betty White had all these funny one liners. It was just filthy. Like the first time I saw a Golden Girl get like say the f word or mm-hmm. talk about cock and balls or something like mm-hmm. that, and I'm just like, what the fuck. Right, she's a golden girl. You can't talk like that. <laughs> but I had no idea. And then I like, and then she became. After that, she kind of became like a, uh, like a punctuation mark in pop culture. Yes. Like she just, there was every once in a while I'd see Betty White, and she would have a comment on something. And it was always fucking hilarious. It'd be, and, it'd be golden, not and, to play off golden girls, but it truly would be golden. golden. Yeah. yeah. Which sucks because that's the rest of the the golden girls are all. If she were a musician, she'd be like that black X-rated uh, blues old old blues musician back in the 20s or something remember that oh woman um, uh, that sings the total oh my god total I, trash stuff i mean just the raunchiest lyrics from the 20s right. that would be like, betty white if she that would absolutely be betty white i can't yeah. think of that woman's name some uh we've we talked to our listeners out there and, about and, checking it out well and she's i i put her on uh, music on the podcast a while back too as a yes. break music anyway yeah it's so so funny betty white such a tremendous uh just powerhouse and and 
so so funny and we are lucky to have had or like people are so sad about it too but and that was the second half of the show we're gonna be talking about this other stuff but that was i said you got to spin it one way also but then i know you're talking about the other big powerhouse yeah bob saget oh wait a minute now you've got the black guy Sydney Poitier. Oh, Sydney Poitier. Oh God. Okay. Fuck. I can't even begin. Like Sydney Poitier. Like he was. And Bob. We're gonna come back to Saget. Yeah, we're gonna come back to Saget because I actually know more about Bob Saget than I do Sydney Poitier. But Sydney Poitier being one of the greatest actors of all time. I'm sure you looked at all of some of his old movie scenes and stuff like we all have. Oh lately. yeah. It's like oh my God, this guy was I, just. I watched In the Heat of the Night for the first time in 15 years. Yeah. I watched that the, the when I found out he died. I was like, ah, I haven't seen that in forever. And I forgot there's a scene in there where he gets slapped. Yeah, and the, and he sl- and he, he slaps the white guy the back. Old, the old white guy in the south. Yes. Slaps him and and, and he slapped him backhanded him back and the look on his face was like oh. Right. And that was a huge deal. Apparently, that that's a turning point for a lot of. If you hear the interviews with a lot of black actors that say, "When I saw that, when I saw I Sidney Poitier do that, yeah, in a movie, a mainstream movie, I knew that like, I, I." Uh, and that's when a bunch of guy, white guys, got slapped that night. They all, <laughs> yeah, just like it was a slap. Bam! It was a slap demic. It was terrible. <laughs> now it's become slendemic. So. Uh, but yeah, was, Poitier did he did amazing things, amazing things in so many different movies. The most, and, and most popular pop one would be what Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. That's Guess the, Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah. Which uh, speaking with Don the other day when he found out Poitier died, he watched Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. He's like, I haven't seen that movie in thirty years. I haven't seen it. A long I, time I haven't either. seen it in a long time either. Um, it. I just. I. I. I don't know. The. He was also pretty old. He was ninety something. I yeah. think yeah, um, he was. But Gene Hackman is still kicking. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I, I heard he that looks the same. He's, he's like, kind of one of those guys that looks the same as he is. Gene Hackman right. has looked ninety years old since he was sixty, so yeah. like it's fine. <laughs> he's been in like I think every movie. He probably has a Gene Hackman. Probably like every yeah. movie. He's one of those guys. He's like just an extra. He he's was in a, Forrest Gump. Really? Yeah. He's, he's in Jurassic an extra. Park. He, he was, was one of the people. <laughs> he played one of the Raptors. He did the voice <laughs> of one of the Raptors. Gene Hackman. <laughs> but then also on to. One of my favorite people of all time is uh, Bob Sir, Saget. Mr. Saget, and that happened. Speaking uh, of filthy, you ever seen his some of his stand ups? All right, he's... so that's another one I was going to talk. Like I, so you and I are about eight, well, almost exactly eighteen years apart because you were born the year I was I graduated, right? Yes. So I was, so I didn't. I, I'm one of that of that generation. No, you got that, that wrong. I graduated and you were born. I think you got that just the opposite. I may have had Dayquil today, so I don't even know where I'm at. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, anyway, because um, I was thinking about, I remember when I graduated, I was thinking about, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know a guy that's born right about now. It's gonna be funny, and I, it will be somewhere from the. Or I'm seeing my crystal ball is is our mesas. I'm not sure what mesas. I don't know about. what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that uh, mesa <laughs> is. Being hillbilly from Georgia. Anyway, uh, so uh, this is spotlights in your face. Isn't it's it? terrible. It's absolutely terrible. During the I, break, we I, will, we I will absolutely hate where the, the lighting that, well, that light over there. It's, it's supposed a, to be on. It's gonna be on a dimmer. Like a good, a good because now it kind of almost looks like you have a halo behind your head. Well, I'm that's what it is. That, is that it. what it is? Yeah, anyway, you get a gun and just we could dimmer it right now, dim the shit out of it right now, <laughs> dim it for good. Uh, the I know Bob Saget as like America's dad on yes. Full House, which I only and watched periodically. The very and I, I grew up on it, like yeah, those, yeah. like those because we're a little bit apart, yeah. Like, uh, what's her name, Jody Sweeten, who I follow still on, mm-hmm. on Instagram and all that. Jody Sweeten played Stephanie Tanner, the middle daughter. Mm-hmm. She and I are the same age, born the same year. Okay. I think we're born the same month, like we're the same age. So when she started on that show when she was six, 
I was watching it at six years old. We grew up together. You guys are, as I say, contemporaries. Contemporaries, yes. Yeah. Um, say it with me. Contemporaries. Write it down, folks. Write it down. That's your 50-cent word of the Use day for this Mr. Week. Gaines. Oh, we're contemporaries. Contemporaries. Just, I want that to be flying around Kingman before. I hope so. <laughs> you started a trend. I want to make a T-shirt. <laughs> so I grew up with him, with, with Danny Tanner, you know, Bob Saget playing Danny Tanner, the... Mm. Uh, ultra clean, single, widowed father of three girls who has his, you know, his brother-in-law and his brother living with him, and so on and so forth, and raising these kids. Mm-hmm. And he was so wholesome yes. on that show, and then so wholesome on America's Funniest Home Videos. And then I just lost track of him for years. Like the next time I saw him was in, I was seventeen. He was in the movie Dirty Work, mm-hmm. uh, which turned out he directed it or wrote it or something like that. And then on top of that. Uh, then I saw him in at the same age, around the same time. I saw him in Half Baked, which he was apparently a writer on Half Baked. And he stands up in the middle of the scene and he's like, "You had forgotten he was in there." He was he was in the the uh, Narcotics Anonymous scene. Oh, like the, okay. And Dave Chappelle's up there. He's the like, thing. he's That's like, right. I uh, I my name's uh, my name's Thurgood, and uh, I'm addicted to marijuana. And they're like, "Get the <laughs> fuck out of here!" And Bob Saget's character stands up. And he's like, "I used to suck dick." For cocaine you ever suck dick for marijuana and he's like no he's like boo this man and they just start throwing shit at him because he's there like it's not because not a real drug so like i was like oh my god danny tanner just said he used to suck dick for cocaine <laughs> so then you know over the years i'd seen little bits of his stand-up or he had little which bits, is kind of like more like the sucking dick for cocaine holy stuff. shit is it blue like <laughs> yes. it's it, it's like it's 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 beyond carlin Right. Like, it's way beyond that. It's just yep. so blue. And I did not know that. And then what really sealed the deal, with uh, that uh, that documentary about the joke, the aristocrats joke. Yes. Like, the old, very oh, he, old he told joke. that one, too? He told his version of the aristocrats joke. is about four minutes long in the aristocrats documentary. And it was so foul. It was so foul. It. I was <laughs> like, I can't, I'm still in a bit of a mind fuck that, that's the same guy from Full House. Right. Still, to this day, 30-some-odd years later. And we all know these comedians try to one-up each other on how foul they're going and to that's, get that's, in the aristocrats. The joke, whole idea you know. behind that joke is not to be told on stage. That joke right. is what comedians tell each other to entertain themselves because it's... Because all, you know... All, uh, and they explain this in the documentary. Every comedian, uh, you know, has their own style, or they're supposed to, mm-hmm. right? Has their own style. Like but Jerry Stein would be, what's the deal with the yeah, aristocrats? Exactly. And that would be so clean. It and it would be super clean and right. dumb. Yeah. Or he would tell it real dirty. Total Which would just be like, people so would be like. To make sure no one can re- is recording it at all. Exactly. Jerry Seinfeld's. He probably is, right? Because he's probably just bottled up all this stuff for decades, right? He's, you know what, though? I think Seinfeld's on such a level that he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care. Right. He just doesn't care. What do you mean he doesn't care? So he would what, have a real dirty version, are you saying? I, or not? He right. has his own style, and I don't think he's got anything bottled up. I think what he wants to you. let out, he lets out, and he just doesn't like he doesn't he, care he about He lets it out and else. purchases a Porsche 911 yep. 11s, and that's what he d- does. That's exactly. He gets his frustrations out. He has, uh, what is his goal? I, and I read this in an interview probably 15 years ago. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld's goal was to have. Every model of Porsche from every year, Porsche's been in existence. He's got to be pretty far so along. So, like, like, 1983, he would have uh, a 911, a 944, a 928, a 9, maybe a 968 by then. Oh, you know not, what I mean? Like, not he would 911 have models, all Porsche models. All Porsche saying. models, yeah. Yeah. 
that was probably some years he doesn't want to have like oh god do I could buy one of those like, do I really have to get a, an 88 and 944 s4 with a <laughs> wood grain dash <laughs> anyway so Bob Saget like and he was known for helping out young comedians as they're coming up mm-hmm. and anybody he saw sparking him he would go hey you know you know take it from me you know like you take this with a grain of salt but like I think if you flip that joke around did this did it I mean, there's multiple people that came out of the woodwork in the past, you know, few days since he passed, mm-hmm. which I'm so glad we found out that it was like they said there's no, 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 no foul play was suspected, no drug use or that's anything the first like thing that. I, I, I am sorry, but that's what I first thought. I thought, oh, God, he's done something. Yeah, that's something that, happened. That was my worry, too. But apparently he wasn't very old. Bob's it was 65. Yeah. yeah. Bob Saget was not a big drug guy. Like, even back in the 80s, like, he really wasn't a drug guy because that guy was only a stand-up for four or five years, so and he, he got the full house gig, he may have just and had he had like to be a, squeaky clean. He may have had just, like, an aneurysm, right? Just because he, he had to blow out in his brain and could have been blow right. out, and that was it. It could have been a triple A, like a, a abdominal aortic uh, aneurysm, which mm-hmm. is called a widow, Widowmaker. That's what killed uh, uh, Three's Company guy, John Ritter. Yes. Um, they know that kind of stuff. But fucking tragic loss, man, for the world, because that guy... He really, really just gave a shit about people. And the outpouring of support, which is really, really, uh, not support, but like uh, just all these cool stories you hear about about him, which was really nice. And uh, Patton Oswalt shared something on uh, here. He retweeted a, a picture that somebody had taken of Patton Oswalt, um, Norm MacDonald, and Bob Saget at the comedy store like 10 years ago. Oh, and Norm and, and People are talking about him still right now. So oh, yeah. Because he kept his, his disease quiet. He didn't tell anybody he was sick. And if you, the only, I, and, and I I could tell, I'm like, he probably has cancer. And I, I can't remember who I said that to. Because I saw, him, uh, it was on his like podcast slash video thing that he does on, or did on YouTube. Yes. There was like the news Oh, it yes. looked like the news, but it really wasn't. Yes, he had um, guests. The Norm Macdonald show or whatever. Yeah. And he had the, what you call the moon face. Yes, he From did, getting actually. the prednisone from the, from the steroid shots. Yeah, he didn't look. His face did not look it, And correct. Val Kilmer was like that, too, um, when oh, he was going yeah. through his... Th- that's, people were like, what the fuck happened to Val Kilmer, man? He's like 300 pounds. And I'm like, that's 100% steroids. And you said there's a new throat cancer. I didn't see. You said there's a new, uh, new Yeah, there's a Val uh, Kilmer documentary. documentary that's on Amazon Prime Video. And and you said it's, it's pretty good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a. I hate to eulogize people I don't really know because it's kind of not fair, but like, dude had an impact on my life. Danny Tanner was like very understanding with his daughters, and he was the the, the dude that didn't know jack shit about raising girls, but he did his he did his best to sat, surround himself with women that would could teach him how to do it. It's very similar to what I did. Yep. And I'm not saying I was the single dad. It's not like I was a widow. You know, it was just me and Linda. But, like, I, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And thank God I surrounded myself with women that were smart enough to to help me out with that shit. And yep. I'll, I'll be forever grateful to all of them. So, I'm and, sure you it, asked a lot of questions as, uh, Jesus, as Portia was growing fucking up. fucking constantly. I still am. Yeah. God damn. So, yeah, that's, uh, God. Cindy Poitier, B- Betty White. Uh, Bob Saget and then the other one I feel like I need to mention just because he had a big in- impact on pop culture is uh, Andrew Lang oh uh... he's he uh, or excuse me Michael Lang Jesus that's terrible Michael Lang oh Michael that's Lang different. is the guy who uh, was the the original organizer for Woodstock that's right 
the yeah. curly haired guy from the from the the Woodstock movie that was like on that a guy. motorcycle when they were in that one little scene that yep. was uh, yeah. cruising around on the motorcycle. Yes, exactly. That and guy he was also trying to do Woods, the second Woodstock too, and he was part of that. Remember that? Yeah, he was part 90s. of well Woodstock. He was part of Woodstock '94, and yeah. then he was one of the main organizers for '99. Right, and then couldn't get anything together after that. You know, like they tried, but. Uh, yeah, what a, uh, that wasn't a tragedy. I mean, that guy, you'd been, you know, you'd been fighting non-Hodgkin's lymphoma for f- several years, so he fought the good fight. Yeah. But I just feel like it, it, he had just as much impact on pop culture, if not more, than everybody else we just mentioned previously. Well, yeah, and the, the thing is, when the Woodstock, the original Woodstock happened, of course, Vietnam War, and, the, and uh, who was shot by then already? In, uh, obviously, John Kennedy was shot. Jay, well, obviously, because that was early '60s. That was six years earlier. But uh, uh, Bobby Kennedy. Bobby. Uh, you Luther had King Martin Luther King. King. Yeah, 1968. That was eight because this was '69. Yeah, this was, was July '69. Yeah. Right, so all the so all that was going on, and all the music was really changing right there. The too, Beatles so. were basically broken up at that point, which is why they didn't play Woodstock. They were invited. Yeah. They were invited and offered a shitload of money. And they're like, yeah, we can't do it. So you can't. Um, and, and you can't really duplicate that. You know, to call it Woodstock this, Woodstock now, it's just, you know what I mean? You can't, the magic isn't there. The, Wood, there's no cause. There's correct. no upheaval in, in Vietnam War going on. There's, that was a high watermark, and it's really hard to, it's really hard to create that year after year or even at 25 years. Now, I would say Woodstock 94 uh, was went off very well. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's what it seems like anyway. And I've actually known a couple people that went to Woodstock New ninety four, and they said it was amazing. And the ninety nine one, that was when it was at the at the old air base. That was right? the shit show. That yeah. was the ba- the one they made the documentary about. It was so bad. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you know the anyway. So yeah, that it, it's too bad. Uh, it's too bad because I know that that guy wanted to put on one more big concert, and he just he just didn't survive in time. Yeah, it's too bad. All right. Well, uh, let's take a uh, let's take a brief let's do that reprieve, and we'll be right back. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be for me And the card attached would say Thank you for being a friend All right, we're back from break. Uh, Real quick, uh, one of our main sponsors, basically our only sponsor, is the uh, Cellar Door Wine Bar in Kingman, downtown uh, Kingman, Arizona, Beale Street. Uh, real quick, they have so much live music at that place, it's kind of incredible. You'd think that it was Jeremy's Juke Joint. The other sponsor to our place, Jeremy's Juke Joint down in Lake Havasu City, Part is... Du. Part du. They are known for live music. The cellar door is quickly becoming known for live music damn near every day that they're open. So tonight, yeah. is a, this is a Tuesday, and that's open mic nights, and that's every Tuesday. Alternating Tuesdays, hosted by either Tom or Brad both tremendous musicians and tremendous human beings, good friends of mine both. Mm-hmm. In fact, Brad is the uh, the counterpart uh, counter counterpart uh, and cohort of mine that we did the One Chip Challenge a while back, mm-hmm. which is probably why my stomach is still not quite right. So uh, January 12th is a Wednesday. That's when you guys are going to be hearing that. Uh, that's going to be Monty, Neil, and Laura at 7 p.m. Uh, is, this, most, is this the Monty that used to play the cellar door years yes, ago? Yes, okay. absolutely, and he like is the phenomenal. Thin guy, yeah, like yeah. phenomenal guitar player. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And he was there last 
Wednesday or Thursday when I was there. And man, he's just so good. He looks kind of like a, a cancer Steve Jobs. That's terrible. <laughs> but does he kind of? He is tall and thin and God damn. <laughs> You're not doing very well for our sponsors here, I'm Dave. so sorry. I'm just saying he kind of reminds me of Thin Steve Jobs. Thin Steve really Jobs. Really Thin Steve Jobs. Sorry, not... <laughs> Who plays guitar better and is, in general, a better human being. And he's vertical. And vertical. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> Wednesday, today. Um, you folks are going to hear that. The 12th at 7 p.m. Uh, all these shows start at 7 p.m., including Open Mic Night. Well, that keeps my... Thir- you have to think, when do they start again? 7, 7 p.m. Yeah. It's just easy that way. Um... Then uh, Thursday, the 13th, Richard Solis, which you like, I like. Uh, he's the gentleman that uh, Julia sat in and sang with that one time we were oh, there. Oh, yeah. He's incredible, and he can kind of play whatever. Like You can just request something, and he'll go, oh, give me like two minutes, and I'll figure it out. It'll kind of go it's, through it, it's, yeah. it's insane how good that guy is. I can't is. remember what he sang that we uh, requested that one time. It was, uh, did I request a Willen? Uh, I don't know if he played no, it I don't think you requested Willen, or oh, you wanted you, something. You wanted to, or you did, and he was like, "Ah, that's a little bit too tough for me." Yeah, but, but there was, there was played, a song he did, and I cannot recall what it was. It, I, I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's Richard Solis. He's amazing. That's Thursday. Uh, this Thursday, I think the it was. Oops, I did it again. I think it's what definitely it. a Britney Spears song. <laughs> Britney's free officially, folks. We're so I'm so pumped about it. The gays are happy. The gays Every, really went to her I'm a lot. I'm straight, they, and I love and Britney I know. Spears. She's, Britney and I are the same age. Like, we kind of grew up together. I even wait, watched wait, her on- Wait, wait, what's that word? You're what? What? Contemporaries. contemporaries. <laughs> we are contemporaries. contemporaries. Me, Britney, Britney Spears, Spears, Jody Sweeten from Full House. <laughs> um, so Thursday- If, if it's ever a picture with you guys, I'm going to have a dream about that tonight. It's going to like, wow, look at that. There's Joe, Britney Spears. <laughs> There's Joe, Britney Spears, and Jody Sweeten, Stephanie Tanner from, from Full House. Full House. Which she's very interesting. She's an inter- she's had an interesting background. Okay. Uh, interesting few years because right, she was hooked on crystal meth and all that. Anyway, let's keep rolling through the uh, so Janu- the fabulous music options. Thursday, January thirteenth, Richard Solis, uh, and then Friday, January fourteenth is Chrissy Thompson. Which it looks like Chrissy Thompson. I think she's playing solo, not with the band, which I've actually never seen what before. Band? The Chrissy Thompson band. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Saturday the fifteenth is uh, Chad Carrier and Little Mess, which I looked them up. They're really good. So check them out. That's uh, f- You're that, saying that be Wednesday, s- Thursday, Friday. Sa- we have four days so in a row of live entertainment at the Tuesday is open mic night, Let's which you never know who's going to show up. And then Wednesday, end. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're closed Sundays and Mondays, so yeah. nothing on there. So Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah it Chad should be not too cold or rainy this uh, weekend. It's it gonna, should it's be, be really, nice, really nice. Good wine-drinking weather to go to the uh, cellar door. And wine bar downtown. One uh, one little correction I need to make that I just noticed. Open Uh-oh. mic open mic night on Tuesdays at the cellar door starts at six PM. Ah. Six PM. All other shows start at seven. One day we should go there and just read a, a, a poem. I actually plan on it. I, I have a whole book of stuff that I planned on reading. Right. Well, just I just read, haven't just read one just, poem for now. I wanted to go last Tuesday and I was I felt like absolute dog shit and looked like shit and sounded like shit. So uh, not so much better today. I have to find my book of poems. I don't know where they are. You should definitely find them. You I should. Would, I would love that. Find it. All right. So real quick, I want to get a little serious because the last time we, our last episode um, hit, I said some things that hit wrong. Maybe not hit wrong, but didn't hit the way that they should have. And it was brought to my attention by yeah, someone. Yeah, I don't think you intended them to hit the way they did. That, no, not at all was. in yeah. any way, shape, or form. And it wasn't one of those where, oh, it was misunderstood, it was taken out of context. No, it was shit that I said 
that was not intended the way I said it. And it's, I fully own it. And it had to do with uh, people uh, not have not people dying off and not being able to vote in the next election, which I have cracked that joke before in jest, but I sounded way too serious last time we recorded. I don't want anybody to die. I'm a humanist. I believe in human people. I don't have faith in a higher power. I don't have faith in Jesus Christ. I barely have faith in myself. But I do have faith in humanity because I've seen the best parts of humanity come out. And I genuinely care about people. I do. Yes. Whether they agree with me and my politics or my opinions or not. And the I fa- don't the fa- want anybody to die. The fact are, is, living in this community, there are a lot of people who, who don't want to get the vaccine. They don't want to get vaccinated. Let me just and say it. That's, the way that's I the look truth. at it, I understand where they're coming from because I don't like being told what to do. Sure. That was something you and I have talked about before. It was like a couple friends of mine. He didn't want to get vaccinated. He did. He was a, f- a firefighter. He didn't want to get vaccinated. Then he was forced to. They're like, you have to get vaccinated or you can't be a firefighter anymore. Mm-hmm. And he was forced to do it. And I said, just get down to the bullshit. Just cut through all the shit. Don't tell me about science. Don't tell me about any of this. What's your problem with getting vaccinated? He goes, I don't want to be fucking told what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what? I get it. He was, and, and and he's not the only one. Another good friend of mine was the same way, and he's like, I just don't want to be told what to do. Of course, that, that's that's, like, I, that's with his job. He's been told what to do, right? It wasn't. It, it wasn't, was his job. It, it wasn't was, an option to him. He it, had to, and he right, was especially it. if your career, your, your that's your career, right? And he, he was definitely basically told, either you do this or you are not capable. You're not qualified, quote unquote, qualified. So what's interesting is like the 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 airlines tried this too. They tried to do force of vaccines. Uh, whatever, but I think uh, Delta ultimately they, they had they didn't do it because they went, oh God, this is going to be evolved. But something like I think Delta Airlines about ninety five percent of their employees are vaccinated are already vaccinated. They oh, on, on their own. Yeah. Or it's, it's a really it's in the mid to high nineties, I think. And it is the more I look at things, it is a personal choice mm-hmm. uh, and trying to be objective as objective as possible because I have faith in I have faith in science and I have faith in certain aspects of our government. Mm-hmm. especially the CDC. Although lately, I feel like they're bending to corporate pressure, which is shitty because the CDC never did shit like that until this all, this this pandemic's been going on. Here's the problem with the CDC is they don't really have a professional PR people. They don't. That's that's the real problem. That, they don't they, that is that is correct. They weren't prepared for this <laughs> Not just the pandemic. None of us were. You mean the Centers for Disease Control weren't? Uh, they they weren't the Center for Controlling Diseases. They didn't have <laughs> <No>. the preparation. <laughs> I, I I'm t- I'm telling you. I say this, folks. Like I know that I'm wishy washy on my opinion of governments and stuff. Like it, it it's not like I don't trust the government. I trust certain departments of Do the we government. Want to bring up what was defunded during the last administration? That was a dumbass mistake. Clinton did the same fucking thing when it came to the FBI and CIA, which is why we got nine eleven. There you go. What? Okay, and that's one reason we got you can't be that prescient. You can't. So right. I'm, I don't I honestly like I, I realize it's like, oh, fuck, man, that Trump did that. You know what? He was tasked to do a job. I'm not saying that I support Trump, but he was tasked to do a job, cut down federal spending. And he started doing it. I think he just cut it that on, it's an unfortunate uh, coincidence where it got cut, where when? it got cut. And then wah, wah, like right. 10 months later, 12, 14 months later. You end up with a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Biden's doing that great a job either because he's oh, kept no, pro- we're, we are keeps, not keeps I, promising you, all these. You uh, don't talk like, this. We're not Biden fans. No, by any fuck, means. Jesus Christ. No. But anyway, I didn't want to get into any sort of political d- discussion. All I want to do was address that. Um, and hopefully 
you know, uh, that the the listener who's been a long time, all time listener, uh, the whole time we've been doing this. I I hope that they hear this and know that I sincere, sincerely apologize for the way that was taken. The way I said I sounded off very emotionally and frustrated, and that's exactly where it comes from. Because you actually mentioned that while we were on that's break. That's exactly where it comes was from. It, it comes from being so frustrated because when you see something that's easily preventable, it's like a no-brainer to you. Why wouldn't you right. do that? But then you have to take you know, pump, pump the brakes <clears throat> where that same lens could be put at me where I say, how can you have, like a point of someone who's religious, how can you have so much faith in something you've never seen that you can't physically, you can't physically see or touch how do you have that kind of faith in something that's just completely blind? That same lens could be put on me for having total faith in uh, speeding up the testing process and and uh, and certification process, which we all know the FDA fucking sucks when it comes to that. Sure. And uh, they're uh, always uh, normally really really slow. Uh, very slow. Ten to twelve years for drugs. Mm-hmm. Lipitor took an, uh, eleven years. That's a that's a Lipitor is a game changer of a drug. That's the Lipitor cl- saved, yeah. yeah. Lipitor has saved more lives than seatbelts. Probably, I would I would be willing to bet. Mm-hmm. And it took eleven years for Lipitor, and it has very few side effects. Mm-hmm. And it has like the side effects are like there's like five. Right. And they don't really affect many people. Right. So anyway, that same lens can be put that I've put on other people. Why can't you just fucking believe in this? They could say the same thing to me. Like, why do you believe in that blindly where you don't know these people? You never met them. You can't reach out and touch somebody who worked at the CDC. Well, and I, I can kind of under and sure. I, I understand where folks can be. If you already have a distrust of the, just the government, like writ large. Mm-hmm. You have a distrust. Well, that's in the America's DNA. It really is because we have we have a distrust of authority. It's just yeah. not. E- it's not even. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not even government. It's it's such a it's a distrust of authority. So, anyway, that having been said, I uh, was wrong the way that I put those put that out there, and I the it was supposed to be a bit of dark humor that hit wrong because of the emotion that I had behind it, mm-hmm. and so I. I hope that people would out there that sincerely know me and know you know that we don't ever condone somebody dying. I don't no, want anybody else to die. There's already been 800,000 people, too, too many that have died. Right. Well, like you said, there, there was a certain thing that happened with people that you know and I know a little bit closer where this person was concerned about me getting my booster. Right, you know, and they are they are a complete anti-vax person, and they came to you caring about you. Yes. Yeah, they, it, yes. What and happened was, worry, and worried that you were going to get. I, I said know. it's possible I might not make this meeting on this certain weekend day because I'm getting my booster on Thursday. It might wipe me out. I don't know. Let's see what happens. So then they came. To, they, they came to me in person, expressing, and I said, "You can knock it off right now. I've already got the vaccine. I'm going to get the booster. Right. It's not something that's up for debate. You can just stop. You know. And and uh, and so they were. Well, I just I've heard these and I'm reading about that. And I I said that's fine. I, whatever you're getting information from, I. I'm, I'm going to go with my information. Right. You know, and then lo and behold, like almost as on cue, like a, two weeks later, they got COVID. And so did their partner or their husband. Really bad. Yeah. Really bad to where she had to go to the hospital. Um, got better eventually, but was sick for a long, long time and was fatigued for a long, long time. They were lucky, in my opinion, they didn't get worse. Right. And so... But I didn't really say much. Only I just there were some earlier arguments because she she pulled out fucking goddamn English guitar player guy Eric Clapton. Yeah, 
that's where some of her stuff came from. I went, oh, God. Mark that time on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Paul just made my night much longer by doing that. Not that much longer. No, it definitely did. That's fine. Anyway. Clown Hornet. I will. It's been a long time. <laughs> so I got mad at this person, and I, I said, just n- knock it off. And then they got it, and it 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 altered many people's lives because it, it loaded everybody else of what they were doing, and then they got to miss an extremely critical thing. Right. And uh, it was a big damn deal. I went and bought them groceries. You know, I said, give me a list, you know. I went out and went grocery shopping for them, you know, and, and um, <laughs> I refused to take their money, too. It's like... You know, so I, I, you know, and yes, so I, I'm pissed off, and at some point, it's out of frustration, and that's where it comes from. It's like, fine, fuck it, go ahead, die. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, right? Because we've been dealing with it for two fucking years, and I don't know any personally, and I know a lot of people, and I keep tracking. You know, I'm obsessive about this. Like, is that person to date? Were they vaccinated? What, what? You know, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. And the only people I know that have gone to the hospital that either died or got sick that sick from it, me personally, are unvaccinated people. Right. Period. Now, I'm just one person, and that's a very narrow bit of information. And you do have the right of your own, and I believe this, you know, you have the right to decide what you do with your body. 100%. Sure. Always. Sure. Again, the unexpressed support, too. The only problem I have with it, yes, they, they don't have to get vaccinated. I get it. But the problem I have with it, and they still is that they're it's clogging up the hospital. Yeah. Right? right now we're in the middle of it. Right now it's getting bad. It's pretty bad across, like the, across the country. KRMC keeps like it seems like weekly they're like pleading with people. Yeah. And you know I'm so fortunate that I don't work there anymore because I, I've I've still ta- I still am in in contact regular contact with people I used to work with. Yep. Um and. It's so it's just hard. I I feel for all of them. I really do. And it's not the heroes thing or any of that shit. Uh, it's it really is like it's someone who chose a profession and didn't know what they were getting into. Right. It's not like Portia, who's con- who's going through nursing school right now, knows full well what she's getting into. Mm-hmm. Because the whole time that this pandemic has been going on, she's been working in healthcare. Yeah. She's seen it unfold and unravel. Mm-hmm. Um, and. How do they know if you're not vaccinated if you go to the hospital? I just because of, because of the record. I think they have. ask you. I, I want to want people refuse to if if you probably if you refuse to answer you probably haven't had it. They probably I mean, the yeah are. they would probably mark you down as I, I don't I honestly don't know I I can't even speak to that right. I have no idea. Presumably they ask you and most people are going to say yes or no. Yeah. I don't think mo- like I prefer not to answer. Well, that's kind of a no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most likely. So I, I but I but regardless. No, in fact, in fact, in fact the, if those guys want to skew the numbers, they'll say yes. Yeah, exactly. Because they're mad at Biden or something, you know. Yeah, or or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so they'll they'll want to skew them. Go, yes, I was, and look at that, I still have it. So fuck you. Right. You know, and then now we're going to show more wrong data in that breakthrough, and it'll be which skewed. is not what we're getting. We're, no, we're still getting. I think it's still in the ninety percentile area. Where well, the, the the last uh, update that I saw on the KRMC's uh, YouTube page, which are you know friend of the podcast and sometimes guest Julia, uh, she's on there. So you guys subscribe to that the KRMC YouTube channel yeah. if you want to see Julia's face at least once a week. Yeah. Sorry, Julia, because uh, I every time I watch it, I send her a, a pic, like a text, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, check it out. Who's on TV?" And she's like, "Oh God." So I know every week she's just like Jesus. Just Christ. make your paranoid once ago. Did you check your teeth before you went there? I think it's parsley. Like so you on definitely your, have parsley in your teeth, Julia. Your, Damn it, Jules! What did you have for lunch, brush your teeth. 
<laughs> anyway, she'd drop everything she was doing and check real quick. The last time that was uh, that I saw one, and they said that one hundred percent, one hundred percent of the cases that they have in house, not not people that show up and get tested and are right. turned away, ones the people that are, that are in admitted, ICU and actually, that kind of stuff. But people are actually admitted. The admitted cases of mm-hmm. COVID are unvaccinated. are unvaccinated, and that was but that was two weeks ago, right? A week and a half ago, I think it was the last time I saw that update. It's it's been hovering between 95 and 100 percent the whole time. I have so. altered. I, I, I seriously, I've said this before, probably on this show. I have altered what I do because I don't want to risk going to the hospital. Just as an example, I used to hike on a fairly regular basis up a Hualapai Mountain kind of by myself. I haven't done it in two years. Oh, you mean uh, your activities that may in, may in, like an injury? Yeah, like if I snap yeah. my ankle and have to go to the hospital, have to go to the hospital. I don't want to go right now yeah. because I know they're full, they're overloaded, and I don't want to be just that guy that did something really stupid. There are people I know that are buying these uniwheel things that are close to my age. I'm going, don't do that. You're going to break your leg and have to go to the fucking hospital right now. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about those. those yeah, those big I know. Things. Yeah, it's like a Whatever. it's like a it's like a skateboard, but with one big wheel in the center. I'm just trying to keep people out of the hospital. You know, if you can just avoid it right now, maybe it might yeah. be a good idea. You know, and and more people and I watch CNBC, the Business Channel. They're, they're they went through the percentage of people that have left the healthcare industry right now, based on other areas, and it's it's more than the hospitality area right now. It's pretty bad. We're getting out of healthcare right yeah. now because of this mess. Yeah, but maybe they, maybe these people don't believe the numbers either. Maybe they think everything's being lied about. And that's the problem. And honestly, I I understand where those folks are coming from too, because I have to dig deep to find to wade through bullshit. Right. Every single time I ever want to research something, I little news blurb and like that doesn't sound right. And you have to wade through ten miles of bullshit, quote unquote, fake news mm-hmm. to get to the the root of it. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, when when uh, uh, n- online news agencies are getting paid by the click. Mm-hmm. That's where you get clickbait articles, and you click on shit, and it's absolute horseshit. You know, it, it's and, and it's so there is none. There's of, no none, longer none real news. It's not that there's no longer real news. There's just it's harder to find unbiased garbage news, which is why I think you're very smart and just paying attention to financial news because. Those guys aren't partisan. They're they're in it to make it's money. Some money. It's a flow of it's funds. A, it's a where's the money moving? Right. Internationally, they, where's the money moving? Yeah, That's it doesn't. And they about. don't. They're like, oh, the whatever politics are going on in the U.S. or Canada or Mexico or Peru or Costa Rica doesn't matter. It it matters what they are looking at as pure dollars and cents. The only mind the poli- the only type of the politics when it's not on a political basis. It's like okay. Tax rates are going to fall because of this because of this. And this they're going to go up in this yeah. area because of that. So money moves around here and there, but mainly it's all about it's all because of COVID and supply chains and stuff right, right. now. And it's going on. People are getting their asses kicked. Look, it's not just this country. You think it's this is a Trump versus Biden thing? No, this is fuck this, no. No, it's definitely worldwide. I have had people could talk about it if they don't watch the news. I mean, I, we had one of our engineering services, uh, 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 aviation company in in Austria, not Australia, Austria. Uh, uh, did a uh, normally there if you if you send them a accident report or some data on what you need information on it's a two week turnaround normally two weeks been for years years and years and years and years and years and last year it was fifteen weeks because of COVID from two to fifteen weeks wow so that's a huge difference so and they're locking down in Europe again yeah. right now I believe you know this is not this is not a local political thing right which is it's something not. I. Actually, that reminds me. The we've talked about. I don't know if we've actually talked about him too much on this podcast, but 
uh, Lex Friedman, folks. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, if you want to really just have your hair blown back, the dude is incredibly intelligent and well spoken. But he also has uh, he has guests on that are pretty incredible. I think it's just called the Lex Friedman podcast. Yeah, just Lex Friedman and up podcast. On the screen, yeah, the recently I introduced you to Daniel Schmachtenberger. Daniel Schmachtenberger. <laughs> I I only listened to like about five to ten minutes of him speaking. I'm like, holy shit. This is a guy who's so much smarter than me that I'm going to have to like pause every once in a while to look up words, which I, I which is good. But uh, he Lex was on, like a four or four and a half hour on the Lex Freeman podcast, which is a, a couple months ago actually. Fuck, so, but so, I revisited it recently, and it's it just made me really really think about a lot of stuff because every topic they talk about, it's a an interesting dive and a juxtaposition. There's he doesn't really talk about politics right at all. Thank God, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just all about, remember he talked about, he talked about the climate change, we saw this, mm-hmm. but it wasn't about, it wasn't political based it wasn't, at all. It, it was like, does it exist, it, does it not, it's waiting it, through bullshit. Yeah, you say, are you sure you're looking at the right thing? He goes, we could be having a reduction in, in, in coral, but it may not be because of the heat, it could be because of the nitrous, nitrogen, which were a huge runoff and from the farming. Farm, right, exactly. And he's talking about, so anyway, he's because he just make sure you're looking at the right data and make sure you're looking, you know, he's just being aware of that is what it is. He's, he doesn't have anything to spin. It doesn't seem. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he has any sort of agenda whatsoever except for getting information out there. Right. The guy is just pure information is what right. it seems like. And, but he was cautioning us on where we get the information and how we get it. And that's the big problem and wading through everything. And I, I watch, you know, the, the left and the right extreme news stuff right now. But I try to get my, my main real news from not either the, the, quote, known left or known right, right media that we all know what we're talking about here. Uh, try to get from somewhere else, and then CNBC. I get a lot of it from where they have the the news blurbs. Um, it's just it's hard to get. But the real que- there are questions that the former president brought up, like, oh, it's how do you know this is real? How do you know that's real? Problem is, he questioned it enough, then you question, you start questioning everything. Then you then, start questioning everything, and then nothing makes sense. Right. You know, does that is that where we want to be? Is that really is that really where we are now? That nothing makes sense. You can't trust anything or anybody. Yeah, you should question stuff, but come on. There is a limit. Yeah, there's there's a limit, but but also I think questioning things are a good thing in general. Sure. That's what science does. Yes. However, if you run things through the proper method. Yeah, that's a scientific method. People say, e- and that was being thrown around with a local person too. Trust science, trust science. No, science is built on not trust. I said that they said it wrong because I think it was what's his fuck from the CDC that says you have to trust the science on this. And then everybody jumped all over it. You can't just trust science because you have to question science. And da, 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 da. Well, you, what he should have said is you need to trust the scientific method. That tru- we're, yeah, you we're trust working, the method. They're yeah. working through this, right, from two years ago to now. Yeah. We're still working through it because it's a novel virus. That mean, doesn't mean it's fun. Oh, look, it's novel. It's fun. That's not what that means. Right. It means that it's, it's new. It's new. And we're never seen anything like out. it. Yeah. And, and again, and we've said this ad nauseum, and p- other people throw this out there too, is that a lot of this is the first thing I think really in in human history where uh, you have brand new science playing out in the media and yeah. new data every single day. Yep. It didn't used to be like that. This is the, you know obviously 1918 over 100 years ago. You know the last pandemic, mm-hmm. last major pandemic where a lot of people died. We didn't have we had newspapers and carrier pigeons and telegraph. Mm-hmm. We didn't even have talkies then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they, we didn't have that. Mm-hmm. You said you still had people playing a fucking organ 
at the movies because they didn't have a soundtrack. And, so like, and do you know how the news started out on on television? Or oh yeah, on the, on no, the, absolutely. It started off. I, I know you know the history of oh, yeah. why it exists. Late forties, early early. Well, it was on the radio and in television yeah, eventually. And and it was Congress set aside twenty four hours a day. You can you guys can do whatever, or twenty three hours a day. You can do whatever you want, right? To however you need to make money on the, these the, airwaves. The FCC said this is what you got. This yeah. is this you guys can do. It was FCC didn't exist yet. That's true. Congress. Mm-hmm. And that's when they were. There was one of the reasons that was uh, FCC was created was to was to police that. So twenty three hours a day, you guys can do whatever you like on your stations, but for one hour a day, you have to set aside for local news coverage. Right. That's free to the masses. You have to do that. And that's when the news, in my opinion, was first fucking class. Like, I, you go I, back and look at some of the old broadcasts back then. Yeah, oh my Cronkite God. and those guys, and even later on, like Brokaw in his early years, and yeah, uh, uh, oh God, who was another one? Uh, Sam Donaldson. You know, right. uh, is it Sam Donaldson. Yeah. But anyway, but um, they're all going to say these people have a, a liberal bend and that kind of. That's where they're going to say this. Which is you know? it, what, lo, those folks back at the, back then. I don't think so. As time goes on, the twenty four hour news sure. cycle is what the and twenty four hour news cycle is what was kind of the downfall of good information when it mm-hmm. came to journalism. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe that. Um, and I think you and I are both in agreement on that. Oh yeah. But you um, had to fill it in. You had to you had to create stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of it was shows and spun and. You know, they never really had, you know, Fox News actually used to be more balanced. They say fair and balanced. I don't know if they still use that term or not, but it used to be in the beginning. They said fair and balanced. I remember, I mean, 15, 18 years ago, I remember my friend telling me that because I would watch, like my dad would watch Bill O'Reilly every once in a while, probably in the same fashion that he used to listen to Rush Limbaugh, just to hear about like another, maybe somebody who you wouldn't, maybe you don't associate with or you don't have any friends that are right-leaning. My right. dad would listen to that stuff to go, all right, well, let's see what they're talking about and see. And Limbaugh it, actually was a lot more funny early, early on. He would, it, Oh, he it, would it, do funny? I it remember. Was, it was yeah. hilarious. It wasn't, and it got super serious and super right. serious. Kind of went off the, went on like yeah. down, almost down like the Alex Jones. Yeah. Not qu- obviously not quite that far, but. Right. Anyhow. Um, uh, about the, yeah, the news being required just to, to st- and and it was more who, what, when, where. It was yeah, that's all. It was it all was. the big stuff, and that yeah. was it. They were it, it was uh, Edward R. Murrow. You know, he was on uh, CBS, CBS, yeah, CBS, and then it was the reporting from from uh, London during the World, World War II and all those shows that he had. And then, right. So it's it's changed since then, you know, and that's the that's the problem. But um, oh, anyway, Fox News being fair and balanced. That's oh, why I yeah, brought yeah. that up. My buddy, I said, I thought these, because I, I asked a friend of mine who's a pretty conservative guy, and I was like, I don't understand, if they're supposed to be fair and balanced, how come every single thing that comes out of these folks' mouth, and this is over 15 years ago, mm-hmm. how come everything that comes out of these people's mouth is all right-wing? And he goes, they're balancing out the left. They're not a fair and balanced news organization. Mm-hmm. They're They're providing the voice of the right as opposed to uh, CNN or, or MSNBC or whatever. Mm-hmm showing you know showing the news of the left with the left slant and i was like they're telling the same story with a different spin on it that just seems to be disingenuous on both sides and it bothers me which makes things really difficult to wade through right you know and and it makes that's where and then you then you throw out social media and uh and in general the the internet being able to instantly report on things Mm -hmm. and instantly also give them a slant which sucks on both sides mm-hmm. because you have that 15 or 20% of Americans that are in the middle that just want to know no bullshit. 
They're not right. hyper extreme right or left. They just want to know about the middle. And it's harder and harder to find that. Right. So, but anyway. I'm sure that I said something, too. I'm guessing I probably jumped in with what you said uh, that could have bothered this this uh, this uh, listener. But, uh, I mean, maybe. But, you know, uh, they reached out to me. And uh, so to tie that knot up, I, I just um, apologize. It's not, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't so much what I said because I've mentioned it before and said stuff like that. It was the... Um, the emotion behind it, yeah. Which again, like you said, uh, it just it honestly just comes from frustration because I've just seen just needless suffering and death, and it just is awful. And like I just reiterate one more time, like we have a lot of friends that would be considered on the right in this area that that are friends of ours, and I'm sick of it. That we get mad because you don't want to lose anybody. That's where it comes from. I don't want to go to any more funerals in my life. I know I'm going to go to a lot more, but I don't want to go to any more. My folks are getting older. I've got friends that, that that I know are not necessarily the healthiest in the world, and they could potentially get sick and die. I don't want that to happen, and I don't want it to happen to me either. And again, a lot of your friends are getting clogged up at the hospital and that kind of stuff. So yeah, and then and then and then on top of it, then you see my friends who chose this profession prior to a pandemic, and now they're rethinking what they want to do with their life. Yeah. And I really feel bad for them. And it's that right there is preventable. Right. And, and it's like I, I remember I like it to like friends of mine that would do something really stupid or your mind was really dumb. Right. Or your or if your parents get mad at you because you want to go literally jump off a cliff in, into some weird area because your friends are doing it and they're, they're trying to talk you out. And then finally they're, they're exasperated. They'll say, fuck it. Go ahead and do you know it. What? I, fuck I it. don't go, give a, go you, ahead. You, I don't you, give you a fuck. Go, and I've definitely put my mom and my stepdad and my right. dad in that position it's the before. same thing it's like yeah. great they won't be voting i guess you know that yeah. kind of that kind of comment is like in ha ha, ha. i guess you the fact is most of these people are are right-leaning that are not taking the vaccine that's a fact isn't it yeah it seems to be it, it seems know? at least with the data that i've seen yeah same here so Maybe people say the, it's false data. The whole the whole whatever. situation sucks. It does. I just I just hope at some point we'll be able to look back on these years during this pandemic. Hopefully, at some point we'll all be able to look back at it because I'm just I like I feel like it's just ongoing. You know, the joke was is uh, in 2020, like in 2020 going into 2021, New Year's was like, all right, folks, uh, 2020 didn't count. We're gonna redo it again in 2021. This is going to be the good year, and it ended up not being the good year. It really was. It really wasn't. Like we made strides. More people, you know, we had the vaccines getting out there, and you did this and did that. But the bottom line is, is that another five hundred thousand people died. Mm-hmm. More people died in twenty twenty one than twenty twenty, and that is just a fact. I don't know what the current numbers are, but it's oh, it's almost nine hundred thousand. So it's, we're going to break a million people. But I mean, a million people in two years. Uh, you also have to break some of that down. Like that's. A bunch of those folks, probably half those folks, were going to die within a few of, years of whatever, yeah. Because, yeah, and that's uh, that, and that again, I I hope someday we're able to look back at um objectively at the data and look and see really how severe this thing is. But but I looked at our local stuff not too long ago, and I believe our death rate is higher with this than it normally is. With I mean, just in general, what I'm saying okay. is, it, it the people are dying at a higher rate overall. Because of our, this is one of the things that's going on right now. Yeah. Is everything else plus COVID? Let's say I, I I'm pretty sure about that. I have to recheck, but I think that I checked that out about a year ago, and I went, yeah, the 
death rate is higher. Right. So it's not like they're dying. Oh, yeah, that person died of a heart attack. Or they got T-boned in a car, and uh, I guess they called they were COVID. And they were COVID positive, which happens. That that data is there, but it needs to be compounded with other data. Like, the raw data says that that person died. Right. Uh, and they were COVID positive, but that doesn't mean they died of COVID or complications from Co- it. Correct. It's, it's kind of the same as, well, they... They were HIV positive and they died in a car accident, so clearly they died of AIDS. That's not how that works. So they're not they, saying people yeah. are, people are, this is a ru- again, a rumor thing that people are, they'll hear from someplace or see it written in one right. place, but it's not an actual. And, I'm, and I am just as guilty of that shit too, like, because the data, because it, you know, the, the fact sounds like it hits you in your gut and you're like, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't need to investigate that further when you probably should have. And that's I've definitely done that many, many times. Well, the other thing is this: if you if you want to have any kind of a life, <laughs> rather than constantly researching trying to see if something is accurate or not, and we all do have lives, we work and yeah, and, and try to play a little bit, and I've got to sleep in there somewhere. And unless you want to spend most of your waking hours trying to do your own actual research and figure out what's true or not, people don't have time to do that. People shit. do not have time for that shit. So they're gonna nope. tr- they're gonna trust their side. You know, yeah. it's left or right, and it's a problem. And I don't know what what's gonna. I don't really know what's where we're headed in the long run. People say, "Well, it's a civil war." In what are they going to divide up states? A cold civil war. That's I've read multiple oh, articles that war. just use the that use the term "cold civil war," and that that also terrifies me a bit because we are as a country really, really divided, and. It's almost, and it's not uh, like back at the article, most recent article I read, I think it was in the Atlantic. And it was an opinion piece. It wasn't based on any sort of fact. Well, it was obviously based on some facts, like his opinion, but it was opinion, like an editorial. But it, uh, they basically were positing the argument that is no longer, back during the Civil War, it was the South versus the North. Sure. You had Your a- line of demarcation was very real, and it was the Mason-Dixon line. Yep. It was this and this and this. Yep. This time, it's not so much that. It's kind of state by state and community by community, and it's not even all this, the whole state. Like, like Arizona is very much still a red state, but they're really, it's more of a purple state. Yeah. Because Maricopa County and Pima County, which is Phoenix and Tucson, respectively, are pretty blue. And it's growing and there's a lot of rapidly. People, both of those areas are growing rapidly, whereas the rural areas are actually, they're well, not. We are growing here. We are. Oh, we're definitely growing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the Democrat, uh, de- sorry, Democrat, the demographics of out the more rural areas is also changing. So you have that, but then you have those ang- those folks that are angry that it's changing, which I get that. Eh? Folks move to a certain area thinking it's going to be a certain thing, and then it changes over time. Right. You know, like, which it like does. the era of the Goldwater Republicans doesn't exist anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Apparently like, the Reagan Republicans don't either. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, because he'd have been a socialist by by a lot of these people's count same, right same now. Same with uh, uh, Nixon. Yeah, who was a hard hard line, hard right Quaker. Mm-hmm. You know, very religious, and he was kind of a racist, and, and definitely a racist. And, but he wanted national health care. He wanted nationalized health care because he said what he said we're going to slaughter us if we don't do. Yeah, this. the the rest of the world is doing this. Why can't we do this? And here we are under the thumb of corporate, and here we talking about you know COVID, not trusting the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Here we are, yeah, because we let it go free market. Yep, <laughs> and now we don't trust them. But then again, we also if we didn't open up the market and make it and or and like and open up uh, and reduce the timeline and the restrictions to get that vaccine uh, approved in record time, right? 
if we didn't open that up and make it a little more free market or a lot more free market, we wouldn't have vaccines by now. I mean, they comment on so social media recently that, I, you know, I, I, I still I, I shouldn't say half the things I do, but we, we had a ground beef scare, right? We oh, had, yeah. We have yeah, all yeah. this stuff. So all people were always on the local, all the local little uh, news uh, feeds, little news uh, Facebook pages and that kind of stuff. So I made a couple of comments in there and said, oh, it's good to know this town trusts uh, USDA and, you know, Department of oh. Agriculture and the people that do all the testing. You know, I so, said, so we're, so we're, we're going to trust this. I've t- no one made any comments or anything, but it's like, why do you trust that government institution to test this meat? And, you know, people say people say they shouldn't even have that. But yet this community is going to and they're throwing away that meat. Right. So we should get rid of the USDA. It is kind of interesting. Now, when I say, uh, you know, said, you know, a while back on this episode that I that I, I trust certain entities of the government because they've proven to be worthwhile and fairly efficient yep. the uh the faa is one of them yep Se- seemingly the most efficient uh government agency out there which is also one of the least probably not the least known but like they like most people don't know exactly what the faa does you do people mm-hmm. in your community do because you're you're an aviator mm-hmm. and and you work in the aviation industry so that's twofold right but like, uh, but the CDC, like they're usually spot on. They're very, very in tune with shit when it comes to big data sets. They share information with other um, agencies around the world that, that are their, you know, equivalent in France and Japan and Russia. Like it, they're kind of like NASA talking to the European Space Agency or uh, the, you know, uh, right. Chinese, the Chinese version of NASA. They're all scientists. They just talk science. They don't give a fuck about right. the government. And they've dropped the ball a few they, times on this one. Absolutely. They absolutely have. But the but also watching science play out in real time, if you don't have a at least a decent grasp on the scientific method, you're not going to get it. I totally yeah. understand the distrust because the CDC looks like a bunch of fucking fools. Right. Cuz shit is changing daily it seems like. Yeah. So it, and and I take everything that they put out there with a grain of salt now too. I used to really take it as gospel until I saw shit kind of fall apart because uh, they got they got the CDC went from being a neutral government entity that didn't really have anything to do with politics, other than where their paycheck came from. Right. They're uh, they're they they exist only to protect people. Right. And and take science and put it out to the general public. Problem is when you have a highly politicized, high, you know, politically charged issue like this pandemic, and the CDC starts getting swayed by members of Congress, the president, sure. whoever the president might be. Hey, soften the blow a little bit. Maybe spin it this way, and then they start getting into that political bullshit nonsense. Oh yeah, it's it's people. People st- are politics are people. And people yeah. are politics, and that's what it is. And, and it by, shouldn't and be the way, when it comes to CDC because it's pure fucking science. Former like President Trump was the one who put what's that fucking thing called lightning speed, drill speed, lightning McQueen. What's the fucking <laughs> warp, warp, operation warp, warp speed. speed? Warp speed getting the getting the vaccine. The out. vaccine out. You, yeah. Okay, fine. Give him credit for that. He's the one that, that he absolutely deserves credit for it. Absolutely. Yeah. And but there's still a lot of people that won't remember. And he gets he gets booed now mm-hmm. when he says go out and get the booster. I did. And he gets a fucking boot off the stage practically. Not off the stage, but there's I a lot I, of angry people in his audience. Yeah, that was uh, him and uh, Bill O'Reilly at that conference. Yeah. yeah. And they both uh, were. I think these they both admitted it, that they were. Yeah. I think. I know that Trump did. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot of bullshit that goes on, and and I know that I've definitely fell victim to it and and let that shit out what I shouldn't have. But uh, one of the big ones recently that I actually uh, 
I was talking not really politics, more just like why we can't uh, people are quick to attack someone. Mm-hmm. No matter what side of the fence you're on, you're quick to attack somebody just because and you 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 personally attack them and you lose all your humanity. Right. And uh, people were talking a ton of shit about uh, Ron DeSantis being absent for from politics for like five or six days. Mm-hmm. Well, and this kind of hit close to home. This is why I bring it up, because I I kind of the gov- up, governor of Florida, the governor of Florida, Ron, Ron DeSantis. DeSantis yeah. I kind of grew up with his wife. Like I, I know right. her. Like I know that I, I know Ohio. that if, if yeah. I saw her in Florida, I'd be like, "Hey, Casey, do you remember me?" And she's like, "Holy shit, Joe!" She would. Rem- I guarantee you, she would remember right. me first and last name. Very attractive um, woman. Yeah, absolutely smart. She just started treatment for breast cancer. Right, I remember about that, three yeah. weeks ago, two and a half, three weeks ago. And there's all these people on the left calling out DeSantis, attacking him because he's been. Well, if you're a real governor, why aren't you doing this? And da 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 da. And all I can think of is like. It's like go fuck yourself. Fuck you yeah. for saying that. The man, above all, he's he's not he's it goes, uh, father of his kids, husband to his wife, you know, husband to his wife, and then fucking governor. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself, whoever you are. Right. And that like attacking somebody like that. Right. At that time, now I understand you're a public figure, but goddamn, you lost that whoever. The, and it was it wasn't just one person. It was several. I guess like, he, he very won- liberal. Pundits I guess he wanted to say to private, but it may have been a little bit <coughs> of strategy on his part. He could have, he could have put a tweet out and saying, "My, I'm, I'm going to be with my wife the next number of days." You know what, though, he doesn't fucking have to do I'm, that. I'm not uh, saying he I, has to do it. I, I know, I know that, but I'm, I'm saying it could have been a preemptive. And you could have stopped some of this stuff, probably. Yeah, please respect that. Da, da, da. But right. yes, I agree. But also. Because when you're public, you're really fucking public. You are really public. And he's not just only public. He's out there in everybody's face. He gets in front of a camera and talks about it. So he's, he's yeah. really puts himself out there. Yeah. And speaking of what you saw the video, it's like, what the what the fuck is wrong with him? You know, when he was... Having trouble breathing and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. That, that so was I, I, I'm not wasn't sure rough. what that was about. I don't know. Did they ever decide what that was? Uh, no, I haven't heard anything else about yeah. it. Anyway, is... But, yeah, uh, yeah, but people, both sides are fucking doing it. And what are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know what how, the I don't how, know what the actual solution it, is. Yeah, but. What, what's going to be what's it going to look like a year, two, five years, ten years on the other side of this? Are we going to keep? Because this fucking sucks. If our country is going to be this for ten years, I'm sure we're all going to other countries. I I mean right. seriously, if all we're going to do is just fight in like to this level, this is bullshit. I mean seriously, it's fucking bullshit. Well, I mean, we'll look at uh, well, what in the past has unified the country? Brought everybody together. Wait, hold on. Don't answer it yet. In the last when? How long? Since 1776. Oh. <laughs> I mean, honestly. World War Two. World War. Kind World, of. World War Two. really, I mean, that, you went, there was heavily, heavy mobilization, and then people just like, hey, we got to hunker down and get this shit straight. Right. Whatever, however divided we are, and then uh, it's usually a tragedy. 9-11. The Civil War didn't do it. Civil War did not do it. <laughs> the Civil we War survived, was... We survived the Civil War. We, we, we did. A lot, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people were killed. 600,000 people. Yeah. 600,000 people died as a result of the Civil War, the American Civil War. And but was, uh, no, like the last time I remember our country 9/11. being divided and then coming together almost overnight was 9-11. Yep. And then it just unfortunately later on created more division because you had the, should we go to war? Should we start a war on terror? Should we do this? Should we do that? And there was a people back and forth. 
but I don't remember. So it takes things. tragedy to do it. My my stepmother it though shouldn't, was, but that's that, right. that's that's how humans come together. My stepmother, because you know, bless her heart, because she's older, but she's not doesn't act you know feeble and and elderly as you know. Right. Uh, she goes, I don't understand why this divided the country and not didn't bring it together. Like if we knew this pandemic was coming, we had one president Republican who who fast forward everything, and then Biden said we got to really ramp this up and try to you know you know it, why didn't. Why didn't this bring what? Why wasn't it more a unifying thing of let's do the best we can for our country and help each other out? Right. But it went the complete opposite direction. She still doesn't get it. Okay. Well, I guess I do because I've been following politics really closely, and we've we've been we've had some divisive things going on the last number of years. Well, for someone from her of her age and her generation to say why are why is everything so divided right now? Why this? Mm-hmm. It, and it and it shows because the woman's the woman has gotten has been around a long time. She's seen a lot of shit, mm-hmm. so it's a uh, it's a little exasperating. If you think about somebody who's that old that has that wisdom to yeah. look back, you know what I mean. You hear in a it's helicopter funny, again? You, when you take your headset off, it doesn't sound as loud. It's Maybe almost it's going it's, in the microphone. It's, al- being it's almost like we have microphones on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And, oh, and Paul, note, never changed. And on that note, are we done with this or not? I, I think so. Yeah. Well, those are the topics, but I think we hammered. We've been on long enough. We've been no, blathering we definitely long enough. blathering long enough, folks. And uh, yeah, we're just um, gonna hang on tight and see what happens. I would love to not keep going the way we are. Yeah. With the division, I, I honestly think that the we can survive the pandemic. Can we survive the division? That's yeah. the real problem. That's the thing. It's like, uh, what is it that's going to come along? That's because everything with humans is uh, and human nature is cyclical. That's just right. the way it is. And Mister uh, Schmachtenberger was talking about the natural thing. He goes, he goes. We have a lot of data points on every single every single civilization has collapsed. Yeah. He goes. Just think about that. So we are going to collapse at some point. He wasn't saying right now necessarily, yeah. but he said. We every data point, every data point, it's collapsed. Every single one. Yeah, which is, well, that's not exactly good news. <laughs> no, it's uh, not. As far as this pandemic is concerned, I, I honestly, the way like a lot of big brain people are talking, and it makes sense if you understand the nature of biology. That uh, don't know much biology. Right. So, go ahead. Is the Omicron variant, which I know people are probably sick and fucking tired of hearing, the Omicron variant of the of uh, the coronavirus, sweeping. it really is. Well, it's it's virulent as hell. It's the R the R not factor is like fucking sixteen or something, which, which is, is incredible. Twice what Delta was, which means it spreads. You know, one person can spread it to sixteen people. I remember That's early early on when the governor was talking about and he had his health, whoever the hell she is in the state of Arizona, was talking about. Having R naughts of one, one point five, one point two. Uh-huh. <laughs> remember those? Yeah, remember those super low numbers? <laughs> yeah. Remember flatten the curve? We talked about that before. But Man, the, that uh, was, I was awesome. Yeah, remember remember two weeks, everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this is gonna be wrapped up by fucking March. It's gonna be great. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll all party about it. It'll be wonderful. Yeah, we'll all talk about this at the Rage Against the Machine concert and all the other fucking concerts and the foreign <laughs> countries missed. I was playing on flying to. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Omicron variant. Um, if you understand how biology works, all the uh, all the virus wants to do is spread. Once it gets to a point where it can spread, right, very very quickly and very easily from person to person, it kind of doesn't mutate much anymore. It's like a high school pep squad. They just want to spread their 
cheering and pep, their pep, pep. Well, that's kind of that's all it was. That's all any animal wants to do. Right. A- anything exactly. in the animal kingdom wants that wants to do. Right. To eat and swim and make little baby sharks. That's exactly. all they want to do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Omicron is doing that, but it's also not killing as many people. Right. It's not as deadly. It's more virulent, but it's not as deadly, which is, is exactly what you want. Isn't there a reason also why it's not as violent? I mean, would, would have been possible to have one be ten times it's as the, deadly, but but spread as quickly? And could have, have gone been the other really way. Really been it, wiping everybody out. Yeah, and then it would breeze past any sort of vaccine protections and things like that. And right. you know, it's and kind we, of like in uh, uh, and this this hangar would be a hospital. Like, yeah, no. You got shit. any room over there? We can stack people in there. We what just need some place to stack bodies. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like the if if Omicron becomes the dominant variant, which it quickly is becoming, sounds like it'll it, kind of it choke out the rest of them because they're not going to continue forward because Omicron is choking it out essentially. Like that variant, right. like that's that's one of the things. Are they're all com- each it's like the MMA? It's like the MMA. They're doing their thing. Kind of. It's yeah. more like a bunch of MMA fighters of different weight weight classes and strengths mm-hmm. and styles. That are all kind of fighting over the same food, and then there's just one and, and that comes in that's a massive. One dude comes in and he's everything, right. and he knows where to go after the food and mm. chokes the rest of them out. Then they don't pr- reproduce. They don't. They don't reproduce, which means those variants are all kind of dead, and they'll probably just be. They probably would just die off, and then no and, more MMA. And then right, and well, and all you have is this one guy, the one strongest <laughs> guy, but. He like, turns into the president of the United he's, States. He's the strongest guy, and he can you know spread all the time, but he's not going to kick your ass as much, right. if that makes sense. Right. Like a, the Omicron variant, it spreads faster, but it doesn't kill. It doesn't, it's not as uh, Right, and that's as, happening. Not yeah, as like deadly. How many new cases? So over a million in one day or 1. something? 1.3 million. Yeah, that right. was, so I think that was Sunday. That, I think they said, again, if you're not, if you don't have it, you're going to get it. Yeah, you will get it. And that, and that's the key level. to it becoming endemic, just like the common cold. Right. You know, so on and so forth. And then once that happens, then you can you can really dial in those vaccines to that variant specific, specifically, Which like they try to do with right the flu now, every obviously. year. They're working on right now. Yeah. Pfizer, uh, Moderna, all these people are working on this shit right now. Well, and then you've got... Uh, the I know this sounds really odd, but and and we talked I talked about this a, a few episodes ago about this. Uh, uh, it was a weather app that used a little a micro amount of your processing speed. You downloaded the app, it gave you weather updates, but it also used a small amount of your. It was cloud computing before cloud computing was really known as a thing. Mm-hmm. And every person that had that installed on their computer used a little bit of processing power to try and. Um, it was basically just bouncing uh, various molecule, uh, yeah, like chemical compounds, up against cancer compounds to see how they would react, mm-hmm. and it would do a cycle of uh, three or four thousand a minute mm-hmm. until they found some, you know, oh, we got a match. And instead of having to have, you know, tie up a university giant computer bank and do that, or rent time on like a, a super super computer or something they like spread that it out they over spread out of, millions of computers yeah. which is i mean that's just straight up cloud computing well the blockchain does that and crypto mining and things like that mm-hmm. well now the crypto mining community is getting behind crispr technology to uh do the same thing but for the different uh variants of uh oh, the so novel they're coronavirus. really ramping it up they're really ramping that up so that community is getting behind it so once the computer nerds get behind it it's gonna happen like that's just how that works yeah once the computer nerds realize oh wow so we can make money 
based off of people who can sell stuff based off of people getting onto a social network and posting things all the time, sharing this and that, and we turn those people into products. And then they just put their mind to it, and then it fucking happened. And that's so that, how the world that's works. That's the good part. So of once the nerds social get behind media, it, and yeah. Of course, by, coupled with the whole dark side. Oh yeah, it is a. That's the problem. That's the big battle, right? You know how right. how how much better and more truly, honestly educated can people be, and and not so terribly politically motivated or oriented. That's the problem, really. Is is that's where the division comes from? Is the politics, right? It's really if you boil it down, it's the politics, right? It's, yeah. God Almighty, it's just taking everything over. It not everybody, you know. A lot of us are. We see it. You can't avoid it sometimes, right? Depending on where you are. But yeah, it needs to be. Can we just knock? The, can someone just come in? Whoever the someone isn't to just knock this shit off. You guys need to just, you know, some adult monster, a five hundred foot person to comes in and just start beating everybody up and say, "Knock it off! Knock it off! Just knock it off! Stop you, acting you like kids <laughs> up there. You're not getting any dinner if you don't behave in there, right? Whatever, you know. That's what needs to happen. Now we need. They like need a, that. Uh, that the the. Monster the parent. S- you need like the small, the small alien guy from uh from the what, what is def- day the Earth stood still. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you folks need to cut it, knock it the fuck off, or right. the big robot's gonna blast you. Right, right. It's unfortunate, but I still think this uh the the at least the end of the pandemic is coming it shortly. Seems it seems that it, way. I'm, I'm, I know I might fucking eat my words on this one, but I think that it might be slowing down at least. Which means after probably about two more months, two or three months, I will I will get my passport. Yeah, I'm me so too. glad I told my stepmother. I said, I'm glad I kind of delayed. I delayed a little bit, and then then the COVID came, and then I'm like, great, I can save two years worth of not getting it, my passport. Because <laughs> fuck that, you don't have your passport yet, do you? No, I don't. No, which I think you were talking about getting. Yeah, I was talking about getting, and then I I went to apply, and they're like, uh, it's it it used to say four to six weeks for a renewal, right? Six to twelve weeks for a brand new one. I'm like, that's fine. Then it went from that to basically indefinite. It could be upwards of six months. Wow. And that was that was that was over that was a year ago. And that's where I just kind of gave up. I'm like, well, because the passport offices were basically all shut down. Because of, yeah. Uh, right. So, so so they couldn't put a number on it. Right. So they couldn't really put a number on it ex- unless you went to a passport office and said. You basically walk I, through. I yeah. have, I have, and they wouldn't even see you unless it was uh, like a, it, it had to be like a death in the family or so, something like that. Mm-hmm. Something a very urgent nature, not. I really need a vacation. It wasn't. It, it right. wasn't that. It was right. my father's dying, my mother's dying, my sister died. Whatever. I have to go to this country and take care of this or whatever. That's that's what it was. You know. That's that's where I don't know if that's where they're at now, but that's where it was about a year ago when I looked into it. I'm like, well, fuck. I think as soon as we log off, I'm gonna Google that and see how far back passport service. Not a right not now. a bad idea. So. All right, well, with that, folks, I think we'll let you go. Sorry for everything so heavy today, but uh, sometimes uh, things need to be sometimes talked gotta, about. I got to get through this shit. Sometimes we got to keep it heavy. And I was telling some, I'm, one, more, one more bright thing. I was telling one person recently, I said, I am over this. I am ready to start being more, getting back to more normal. Like you yes. said, you got to get out Sunday and come down to Blackbridge and check this out. I went, All right, I might do that. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do need to bring that up. Um, Saturday, January, excuse me, Sunday, January 15th. Did I say Saturday? I yeah, you Sunday. did. Okay. January, I believe it's 15th. Uh, this Sunday. This Sunday. Excuse me, the 16th. Sunday the 16th at Blackbridge Brewery. 
first off, it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend, high 60s during the day. Yeah, like at least mid-60s, I saw at least. Uh, yeah, mid-60s, yeah. yeah. Uh, not windy, not rainy. So January 16th, this Sunday uh, afternoon, you have Seth Brown, who is phenomenal singer, songwriter, guitarist, plays really good blues, so on and so forth. He's played Blackbridge before, back in uh, October. You had to remind me, and I had to remind you. Well, because he he looks and he looks and sounds like Chris Robinson from the Black Crows, right? So, um, my neighbors back home. Your neighbors back home. Uh, so Seth Brown is going to be playing, which is great. Starts at one p.m. Saturday the sixteenth, but also starting at noon, Carmela. It's from you know Sirens Cafe next door. Yep, next door uh, is going to be doing a ramen rehab, which is. Uh, tonkatsu style pork broth ramen mm -hmm. which is delicious if you've never had regular like good old school ramen it's kind of like pho or any other asian style uh mm -hmm. soups and she's gonna be making all that from scratch she's starting on friday friday night and it, that's how long it takes to prep all that stuff why is uh what's the rehab all about uh you know what it's uh, honestly it just goes back to a conversation carmela and i had a few weeks ago okay uh, so, what do you think about doing a ramen Sunday? She's like, I've been thinking about doing something like that during the winter, because she's not normally open on Sundays. Right, you know, Sirens is closed Saturday and Sunday because they usually do and uh, e catering. And even though it takes a lot of prep work, you can crank it out once you've got it. Yeah, once you've got broth on the stove and the noodles par cooked, yeah. it's just assembly at that point, and you can knock it out real fast. Yep. So make sure you folks get there. It's gonna be reasonably priced. Uh, where I think she Again, said this ten, Sunday, ten to twelve dollars, and you have a bunch of add-ons. You can add pork on there. You can add this. And there's all the different uh, carrots and cabbage and 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 cilantro and all the different things you can add to it. Uh, will be there as well. I could see me ordering several helpings. Oh, it's going to be so good. My mouth was watering just talking about it. So yeah, that's uh, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, January sixteenth. That's this Sunday. If you're listening to this. When we uh, come out on this Wednesday. And people, check out Daniel Schmachtenberger. Schmachtenberger. Seriously, if you want to. Paul's new favorite guy. Up, he is my favorite new guy. He right is. on. All right, man. All right, thank you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Stay healthy.